White County head football coach Curtis Beatty. Uh, coach, finally back at home after you know a couple weeks on the road. Uh, what's the team feeling? What was the kind of the vibe around the team come Monday, knowing you guys get to spend the week in front of the home fans on Friday night? are always eager to, to play in front of the, the fans here in Sparta. It's uh, it's always a great environment. We've got one of the best bands in the state, and our, our fan base, uh, they really come out and support our kids. So our kids are excited to be back at home and, and have a chance to play in front of their hometown. That being said, coming off another uh, you know tough, hard-fought game last week, what's the emphasis this week, just trying to get this young team over the hump in one-score games? Sure. Well, we just keep going back to the drawing board and talking about things uh, – that we just got to keep working on ourselves and, and not making some mental mistakes and uh, and in small situations that cost us big in the long term of the game. Uh, we're talking about starting the game fast, not not waiting until the second half to uh, score points. Uh, just in the the last two weeks alone, we've been outscored in the first half, forty two to nothing, and then our we've scored forty nine points on offense in the second half of those two games combined. So it's just. If we if we play four quarters or start fast and not let teams get up on us twenty one, we can be in those games and have a chance to win them at the end. And if, if we don't, we're we're in trouble. How do you practice that? How do you emphasize kind of those faster starts uh, throughout the week? Because obviously, it can be very difficult to simulate true game situations. Sure. Well, if you, if you got the answer, uh, I would gladly take it down <laughs> and, and, and install it. Uh, I, we jokingly, of course, me and Coach Frazier uh, are still pretty close, and uh, me and him joked this week, uh, you know, just you're looking back over the past few years, it's been the way Wyoming County has done it. Last year, we go to Mount Juliet, get down 21 nothing, and end up losing the losing the ball game by a field goal at the end. You know, we take the lead late, and just it's just been kind of Sparta's MO. So I don't I don't really know the answer on how how we do that, how we practice it, how we uh, just. We're just going to keep chipping away until we try to find a way to get them to start fast. Fair enough, Coach. Fair enough. Uh, how proud are you of this team, though? Is it seems like each week, uh, despite the fact that you know you're trying to start fast or fix this or fix that, it does seem like each week this team finds a way to get a little bit better in one or another aspect of the ball game. Sure, and I, I've told the kids I'm extremely proud of them. Uh, their fight is undeniable. Uh, they deserve all the respect in the world because they're they're not going to give up on us. They're they're going to go out there and fight until the final whistle blows. And and they've proven that they they can do that. And they've had some success. They just can't get over the hump. And we just got to continually chopping that wood, chopping that wood until we find a way to win the ball game. And they're going to. I, I have faith in my kids. They're they're working their tail off and and they're doing they're doing stuff the right way. And they're trying trying to get over that hump. It's just uh, like you said, the youth on this team. Uh, they're just trying every way in the world to uh, figure out how to get over that right now. We talk a whole lot about what trip what trip Pinion means to you on the field, his his ability, his talent, uh, and all of that. But what does it mean to have a kid like Trip and really a few others who don't give up on you, who lead by example, and are the first guy to to hype up their teammates and and put you know that extra ten percent or twenty percent, whatever they've got, they leave it out there. Well, and just to speak on Trip, Trip, Trip's such a great leader, phenomenal leader to to be a junior in high school. Uh, he he wants his guys to be successful, and he's willing to put things on his back and, and do it for the team, and and sacrifice all his whole body to uh, make make the win happen. 
Uh, but the guys, I'm proud of the guys around him because they rally around that. They, they're starting to, to buy into that attitude, and, and they're trying to, to rally with each other. And, and we, do, we do get down 21 at the half, and, and not a soul in our locker room thought, hey, we don't stand a chance to come back in this game. Every one of our kids were ready to go out in the second half and, and try to clear up the mistakes that we had in the first half just to get back in it and, and have a chance to win it, and they thought they could. And you, as a coach, you're just proud of those kids as a whole for being willing mentally to erase bad moments and move forward. Not unlike the White County Warriors, Cumberland County is, is kind of probably a better team than their record indicates. What makes them uh, such a tough opponent this week, despite, you know, you look at their record and think, oh, maybe this one's a, a little bit easier? Well, I mean, you can you can look at the records, and I mean, you can look at our record. We got two wins as well. Uh, but Coach uh, Rapowski up there does a great job. He, he's him and Coach Johnson. They're they're always uh, scheming things up the right way. Um, they played a Bledsoe County team that I mean, I'm pretty sure that game went into was a one point game or an overtime game or something of that nature. And you know, that's a Bledsoe team that is a really good football team that took York to the line a few weeks ago. So they're not they're not as bad as like you said the record indicates. So anytime you get that coming off four straight losses, it's uh it's scary because we gotta find a way to win the win a game and, and those guys are, are good enough to beat us. So you know, you're coming home, it's homecoming, there's a lot of things going on around White County and, and you you're on a four game losing streak. It's very easy for kids to lose a little bit of focus because of a another team's record, but like I said, they're a good football team. White County Warriors head football coach Curtis Beatty. Coach, I always appreciate you taking a couple minutes to talk to me and uh, looking forward to hopefully a big night for the Warriors coming up on Friday. I appreciate you and go Warriors. Stone Memorial Panthers head coach Derek Samber joining me now. Coach, after talking to you on Saturday, the feeling was this team's getting back on track after a big win. Uh, for the team and the guys, what was the attitude come Monday? What was the feeling around the group of guys on Monday off this win? Yeah, Colin, um, I think the the message to the kids is uh, that we still haven't played our best football. We played a much cleaner game against the Cab. Uh, but I, I hope and I think the attitude is they're, they're not satisfied. They've had a a taste. They've seen what it looks like when we play uh, fairly clean football, and they certainly appreciate that result. Uh, but I'm hoping they're not satisfied uh, with what we've already done uh, to this point going forward. What do the Panthers have to do better this week? What does Stone Memorial have to get better at and improve this week? You know, just to continue to raise the standard, uh, Colin, in practice with the way that we practice, we certainly changed that. Uh, last week, but we need it to take another step this week. Um, you know, uh, against the Cab County, a tremendous football team, uh, we made some mistakes that were, were nearly fatal. We had a fumble on our own 23-yard line. Uh, we allowed a kickoff return for a touchdown. We dropped a touchdown pass ourselves. So uh, we know that we've not played our best football yet, but we know that some of those mistakes, uh, especially with this four-game stretch we have to finish the season, uh, some of those mistakes we've made could very well cost us going forward. Any coach will tell you when you get into the, the heart of the season about halfway through now, it kind of turns into the dog days, the grind. And it's one thing for you to 
to get on the kids, to coach them up hard in practice and beyond. But who are the kids that have stepped up and really taken over uh, some leadership roles? Because it does have to come from within this team once you kind of get into the, this part of the season where the grind can beat you. Yeah, you know, we've got great leaders. Uh, this is a senior class that uh, really is natural leaders and cares a lot about football. Nick Osmond, our quarterback, really sets the tone and the tempo on offense. Um, Brady Lane is that guy for us on the defensive side, uh, but was really proud of Houston Woody's effort, attitude, character, discipline on Friday. Uh, Maddox Akendo is a kid that his work ethic and his positive attitude, his mindset uh, has really pushed us forward. Um, but, you know, to a man, these guys that are they're playing varsity minutes for us on Friday nights uh, have the right mindset, and uh, I think that uh, Meigs County served as a wake-up call for all of them. You turn the corner this week and you welcome a team in Livingston Academy that a lot of people probably feel are better than their record. How do you view the Wildcats and their loaded group of athletes? Yeah, a ton of athletes. You know, uh, some new numbers, some kids that uh, have maybe played for them in the past. It seems like their bodies have changed. They're biz- bigger, physical, uh, faster than they were. Um, and then just a ton of respect for Coach Hauser and what he's he's done in the past and what he's doing there with Livingston. Um, yeah, he and I actually spoke last night and, uh, you know, watching their films and seeing their scores, man, nobody's just been able to run off and leave Livingston. They've made it a dogfight into the third and fourth quarter every game. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was a one-score game with Upperman going into the fourth quarter. Uh, York, the number two team in 2A, never really pulled away from them, so – we know it's going to be a competitive ball game. Could be a really top ball game down the stretch, uh, and Livingston's coming in here to compete and win. What do you guys have to do to counter some of the things they do, and, and maybe what are some things you hope that your team can take advantage of? You know, uh, we'll have our kids prepared. Livingston does a really good job schematically on both sides of the ball. I think uh, their quarterback, man, he's dynamic. He's one of those kids that feels like he's had a redshirt year at some point because he's started there forever it feels like uh, but he's a great athlete and throws the ball really well uh, you know we saw a good dual threat kid uh, in British trap at DeKalb uh, this past Friday night so we've seen some of that but uh, again Colin we've got to worry about us and take care of us we'll certainly be prepared and know Livingston's tendencies and and structure of their team on both sides of the ball but we've got to limit mistakes ourselves we've got to play with a purpose and play with discipline Stone Memorial Panthers head coach, uh, Derek Samber. Coach, thanks so much for taking a few minutes, as always, to talk to me. I always appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to a, a, a good night on Friday night at Stone Memorial. Yes, sir, Colin. Appreciate you, as always. And go Panthers. York Dragons head football coach, Derwin Wright. Uh, coach, obviously we had a chance to speak on Saturday, but what was the, the feeling and the attitude around the guys on Monday coming off such a gritty and physical win on the road? Well, you know, we were obviously had some guys sore and all that, but everybody, you know, we, we were we excited about it. It was, uh, we knew it was going to be a tough rival game. And, uh, you know, our guys just went down and, and, and played a, played a good game, uh, turned the ball over a couple of times that we wish we had back, but overall pretty good, uh, pretty good games defensively. The, the defense really played well. Yeah, I don't know if we really got to talk as much about the defense on Saturday as as we'd like to have because of the turnovers and the offense 
uh, doing some of the things they were able to do. So let's take a look back at that quickly. I mean, how proud were you of your defense's performance knowing that you came into that game talking about the the athletes on the other side of the field and Livingston's ability to really beat you uh, if you're not really sound defensively, especially on the back end? Well, I was I was absolutely just tickled with how well we played. Uh, you know, the defense they kept kept everything in front of them, and when they threw the short stuff, we come up and and tackled well. And uh, just uh, Michael Wall, he was he was putting pressure on the quarterback all night long, and uh, you know he did a great job. Our two linebackers played exceptionally well, and then like I said, the the, the back end guys, uh, Abe Sweat Thomas broke on two balls. Uh, you know, one of them hit him right right in the hands. Just just, just uh, you know, obviously a great break on the football, but one he'd like to have back. But uh, they just they did a great job. Yeah, you bring up Michael Wall, and, and I know as as the person who was doing uh, some of the play by play, it felt like I was saying his name every other play, if not every play, on several of those series. How much easier does he make it both for you guys as coaches calling a defense, but also for the rest of your defense uh, out there on the field when he just seems to dominate, whether it's a single or a double team? Well, he's he's just got a motor. He's just one of those guys. He's instinctual. He he. Uh... He's aggressive. Uh, he's he, you know he's just always after the the, the football and uh, you know he, he does things that you, you look at and you say, well, I wish I'd coached him how to do that. He's just he's just naturally uh, aggressive and quick and, and and his pass rush is just one of those things that he don't matter. He don't care if he's getting double teamed or not. He's just fighting as hard as he can to get to the football and just seems to find a way to get there. You mentioned the turnovers. Obviously, they end up not costing you in the end. But how do you go about fixing that this week? Concentrating on protecting the football because it is something you've you've mentioned not just this last week, but yeah. in games previous. Well, our offense, you know, we're averaging about thirty-eight points a game, uh, and it's like I was telling our guys on Sunday. You know, let's take out those turnovers, and we're going to be averaging about another twelve points a ball game. We just got to we just this thing. You know, you want to look for ways you can improve because, you know, the seasons for us is just half over. Most teams are, you know, still waiting on their their fall break or their open week, and we've had ours. But, uh, you know, I just I tell them, you know, this, this where we're at right now, we can't be satisfied where we're right at right now. We've got to continue to improve and improve, and we've got to do what we did last year. We want to hit our stride. We want to hit our, you know, our best football when we start the playoffs. Yeah, you brought it up there. Uh, obviously, you've already celebrated or, or observed your bye week. So, what does it mean to you guys? Knock on wood, obviously, that you've been able to stay healthy through several of these games post bye week, and you find yourselves playing some of your best football and still uh, playing some of your best players here a couple weeks uh, past that bye week? Well, I, I, you know, it's, 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 you know we've, we've been lucky. We hope, we, we hope that continues. But we know that we've got, you know, we've got uh, some of our toughest games coming. Oh, uh, you know, they're 5-1, 2-0 in the region. It's going to be a tough out. You've got Stone Memorial who just keeps finding ways to, to, to win in the end. Uh, you know, and then we play Friendship Christian, who's who's always a strong uh, private school team. So, 
you know, we've just got to, we just got to continue to hope that, that we stay healthy and just keep playing hard and, uh, and, and keep improving. Yeah. On the road again this week, you already mentioned Oneida. What makes them such a difficult opponent? Well, you know, it's just, uh, Oneida's always, always plays disciplined football. They got a lot of pride in what they do. They run a four, four, they, they run it well. They've run it for years. Uh, Offensively, uh, they they do some of the things Livingston does, but they're uh, to me they're a little bit more of a run team out of it. Quarterback runs the ball well, uh, so you know we've got our work cut out for us. And then and you know both teams are going in knowing knowing we're both two and zero in the region, so it's a huge game for us. Your head coach Derwin Wright, Dragons football coach. Appreciate you taking a few minutes, spending them with me, talking to me, and. Looking forward to a big-time week out of the Dragons on Friday night. I appreciate you guys. Thank you.